Are you constantly getting to the end of your day before the end of your to-do? Is it even possible to meet all your daily demands? Do you just want to know how to make it work when life has you down? Hi, I'm Anne, your host of She Copes with Hope. In this podcast, my mission is to guide you to be guided by the Holy Spirit to prioritize your days God's way. I help Christian women cope with hope while living with chronic illness. Take heart, daughter of the King. He knows you by name, and you are the apple of his eye. If you are ready to finally live your days with control and peace, even when you don't feel well, I invite you to trust God to show you his plans for you so you are fulfilled and rested. Control what you can. Lament what you can't, and refresh your soul. This episode, I want to share a little mindset shift that I discovered in my priority planning process. It has to do with one desire that has come up over and over while visiting with women. We just want to be present. And yet, we feel torn in so many directions. Our culture currently is so bent toward what's next, which causes us to always be thinking ahead instead of being where we are, even if it is just under the surface. I am very easily distracted with that next thing, are you? When I take one thing at a time, I'm able to give it my full attention, except of course for being open to distractions and interruptions from my people which I talk about more in episode three. Now, this is not to say you can't run the washing machine while fixing dinner, right? But if you're anything like me, you can't be taking notes while listening to a podcast and measuring ingredients. That's a recipe for disaster. (laughs) But it's nice to listen to music while preparing food or an audiobook while mopping the floor or watching a show while walking on the treadmill. The thing is, those are not competing activities. Oh, that makes me think of an older episode by Gillian Perkins on multitasking compared to multifocusing. I'll link that one in the show notes in case you wanna listen to her perspective on this topic. It was really good. That episode definitely influenced where I am today with it. Another thing to consider is that we aren't all the same in how we process information. You might be able to successfully combine tasks that would mess with me or vice versa. The thing is to be aware of this now, not next idea and observe your own experience to see what works for you. Look for the win-win. I first learned this concept from a book our son read at school. Actually, it's a little bit of a funny story. The book is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens by Sean Covey. And he was right, our son that is, I loved it. It was so good that I thought I better check out the adult version. Are you familiar with this book? Well, if you've been hanging out with me this long, and can relate to even part of what I struggle with, let me save you the trouble. The adult version, written by Sean's dad, Stephen Covey, 
is way bigger and has a lot more words and pages and no cute graphics. Yep, this was the moment that I realized my brain really never developed past the teenage years. <laughs> I didn't even check it out of the library. Oh well, I highly recommend the teen version as an easily digestible, quick application. Who needs all those extra words anyways, right? Get to the point. I'll link that in the show notes too. Okay, back to the win-win. Experiment with noticing what is distracting to you and what actually helps you stay on task. Make adjustments accordingly, and little by little, you'll find your groove and be happier all around, all while getting your most important things done. Yay! Now, I'm going to take a little turn here. Sometimes, even though I made my own routines by my own priorities, I just get sick of the same routine over and over and over. Do you ever feel that way? Well, I solved this problem. Sabbath day is perfect for a break from routine. After church, do whatever you want in whatever order you wish. For some, this might mean to eat dessert first, right? This might just give you the satisfaction of not being in the routine all of the time. <laughs> it helps me so much to make the day special and intentionally do or not do some of the things of the rest of the week to shake things up a little bit. I need routine, but also spontaneity. So if you can relate, serve yourself up some of both by giving yourself an opportunity to be more impulsive on Sundays. We recently learned in Bible study that when God rested, he was celebrating and enjoying what he had made. So rest doesn't necessarily mean take a nap, though it can. It does mean to rest from our regular work and appreciate the good things. What do you think about this what next versus what now concept? Do you want to be more present wherever you are? Matthew 18, 20 says, For where there are two or more gathered in my name, there I am among them. And there's many places where the Bible says, I will be with you. Well, God says that, right? Let's take that example and be present with him and with the people in our lives. Give it a try and let me know how it goes for you. Let's pray. Creator God, we come to you in Jesus' name. We praise you for being present everywhere, always. That is so amazing. Thank you that you are with us like you promise you will be. Help us give appropriate attention to our tasks and our people. Help us especially be attentive to your presence in our lives and celebrate with you the good things. Guide us in your truth and teach us, for you are God, our Savior, and our hope is in you all day long. Amen. Let's walk through life together here on She Copes with Hope. 
If you have any questions about having hope while living with chronic illness, I invite you to email me at ann at shecopeswithhope.com. That's A-N-N at sign shecopeswithhope.com. I would love to hear from you. Hugs. Until next time.